Harland is vocally counting down the clock to 11.55 a.m. It's 11.12 a.m. now. And Charlie is still at his home. There are a few things keeping Charlie from leaving immediately out the door. The work Charlie has done is still on his computer. The files themselves need to be transferred heard, heard, to separate zip disks. Disks. To separate zip disks. Zip disks. Each zip disk is a blue or gray piece of plastic with a large metal clip on it. You hear it whir when it's inserted into the computer's zip drive, like a small tape. There's one zip disk per account. When pressed for time, as he is today, this zip disk task is often more stressful than the real work itself. Charlie has 14 client packets often in rotation, so that means 14 separate zip disks. Fortunately, today he's only finishing up three clients. But he has to be sure he doesn't insert the wrong zip disk, putting the wrong data on one zip disk from one client on another client's zip disk can totally screw things up. He is paid to be accurate. Each account has a number on its plastic sleeve and a number on its spreadsheets and a number on the zip disk. These numbers must match. Charlie will use these disks to finalize his tasks later with Duncan and Karen at the storage facility. They will use the disks to print out new spreadsheets and in exchange give him new packets. That data transfer, both from his computer and physically dropped off to Duncan and Karen, is the second part of his job. And it is that drop-off that he's late for right now. The numbers are printed on an adhesive label. And you gotta be careful not to get the adhesive label to start to curl or rub up because that can then damage the zip drive itself. It's all very exact stuff. But when you're running late, as he is today, loading just three zip disks, just three, takes a lot of time. They need to be inserted. And once inserted, the tape inside the disk spins. Zip, zip, zip disks, zip disks, zip disks, zip disks. It's a looping gesture, inserting a zip disk, having it recognized by the computer, moving the files to the disk, carefully copying them and not accidentally deleting anything, and then ejecting the disk. On the third and final zip disk, everything seems fine 
until the disc is ejected. It is right as the last disc is ejected that Charlie's screen goes black. He taps on the keyboard. The keys don't respond to any clicking. It doesn't sound like the computer has powered down. He can still hear the power supply and a little bit of a fan, but it's unresponsive. Just the power supply, but no sound of the hard drive processing. Well, lucky for him, it was the last zip disk, Charlie thinks. No time to investigate things. He'll have to look into it when he gets back. Probably just needs a restart. He throws on a quick pair of pants and a shirt. He has all the three of the discs needed for this drop-off. He laces up a pair of shoes, and he leaves out the back door to make the packet drop. If Harland was still waiting on Charlie to leave, he'd likely announce that it is now 11.18. Charlie, you better hurry. You have little more than half an hour to get back by 11.55, and Harland, better hear that door open. It's always that kind of bullshit with bosses. And out the door, very late, but with three completed packets, he runs.